You guys, I booked a flight. Did I tell you that already? I don't know if I told you. I ended up booking a flight back to California and I have so many mixed emotions about it. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I booked it with a different airline because as of right now, this is September. My airline, my current airline I was flying with Alaska is not flying until November 20th. So I booked with United and we'll see what happens. (laughs) We'll see if my flight actually leaves. And I have mixed emotions because I love Costa Rica. I feel so at home here. I'm, I feel like I'm going to be leaving everything that I love to go home to obviously my boyfriend who I love, but then also tying up just some loose ends. And I feel like there's a new chapter that's awaiting. And I think I might be coming back here at some point. And I don't, I can't say anymore because I just, everything's so uncertain. There's so much unknown. But as much as I feel bittersweet about leaving, I just know that there's so much more things in store that are really exciting. And it brings me back to this place of like, there's always going to be change. And so it's important for you to create the change that you want before it's forced upon you because life is not stagnant. Life Nothing in life stays the same. Things are constantly changing and evolving. And we as humans are constantly changing and evolving. So it's important to even, it's important just to keep that in mind. Like even when things are really good, it doesn't mean they're going to change for worse, but it just means that there's going to be change. And I think if anything, wherever you are, it's important to just really embrace that change and just know that there's always things to learn from those things, those changes that take place that will help your evolvement on this planet and on earth and just becoming the best version of yourself and growing into that person that you were born to be. And so here's to embracing change. And also I've, I started reading this book because I, in the evening, now that I, I can't remember if I told you this, but my phone broke and so I don't get Wi-Fi down at where I'm staying. So in the evening, I'll, I normally go to bed around like eight, between eight and nine p.m. I'm in bed fast asleep because it gets dark here at like 5.30 and I fall asleep to nothing but nature sounds. I haven't heard man-made noises in forever. And so the other last night I picked up a book off the bookshelf and I'm like okay I'm just gonna read a book for a bit like when was the last time I read a book and the book that I picked up is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill I don't know if you've read it before but there's this quote in it that I wanted to share with you because even though this book doesn't have anything to do with fitness it really reminded me of fitness and life in general and I think it might mean something to you as well No one is defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. I'm going to repeat that. No one ever is defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. Soak that in and whatever it means to you, I hope that you can just soak it in for what it is because... I don't know who it's by, but it really spoke to me last night and I wanted to share it. 
I'm excited about this episode today. And before we dive in, have you subscribed to this podcast yet? If you have not subscribed yet, please do take this moment to subscribe because that way you won't miss out on upcoming shows and bonus episodes. Show I always say shows. It, that doesn't make sense. If if you subscribe, you won't miss out on any of our upcoming episodes is what I really mean when I say that because <laughs> we only have one show. But thank you so much. And if this podcast did speak to you in some way, if it inspires you in some way, please do take a second to rate and review this podcast by scrolling down on your device and tapping the stars to rate the podcast. And then if you feel called to do so, please leave me a quick review and let me know what you enjoy most about this podcast because when you take the time to do that, it really does expand the reach of this podcast and it makes it possible for other people to find this show and benefit from hearing this content as well. So thank you so much for your support. It means the world. I love you and I will see you on the other side of this episode. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. All right, so we're going to be talking about the number one overlooked reason for just getting fit with diabetes, and it's not probably what you think it's going to be, or maybe you have an idea. I don't know. I can't speak for you, but what we're talking about today is blood sugar management because as I can only speak for myself, but when I look back on my journey trying to get fit with type 1 diabetes, I was always so focused on what exercise program I was going to do or what diet was going to work. What is everyone else doing? And like, I need to be doing that, right? Because if it worked for them, it should work for me. That's not the case. I learned the hard way, but I was never focused on my blood sugars. And this is just your blood sugar management is the most important factor when it comes to your success of building a better body, of being more fit, of achieving sustainable results. Ones that, you know, once you reach your fitness goal and you have abs and you build muscle and you look lean and strong and toned and you feel so much better, it's, I mean, it's so hard. I hate saying the word impossible, but it's so hard to achieve this successfully if your blood sugars aren't part of that formula. And also, I know I've said this before, but when you, like, I know so many people who say, now I feel like I'm jumping all around, but so many people will say, you know, focus on your blood sugars. But what I want to just say is that when you are focusing on your diet, and your exercise as well, they all go hand in hand. Like your blood sugar management, your exercise, and what you're eating, all three of those things support each other. And so you can't just focus on one and not 
focus on the others, right? Because all of them work together. But when you are focusing on the diet and when you are focusing on your exercise, you want to keep your blood sugar management in the forefront of everything else that you're doing. Because without maintaining stable blood sugars, achieving a successful transformation is going to be very difficult to do. And here's why. So when you have low blood sugar, you already know that you have to treat it by consuming carbs. And it's not carbs that make you gain body fat. It's calories. And so when you have low blood sugar and you're consuming extra calories treating it, this like day in and day out, if you have a lot of lows and you're constantly in this cycle where you're treating low blood sugar, chances are you're going to be consuming in a calorie surplus, which means you're going to be eating more calories than your body even needs to maintain your current body weight. And this is why it's so important to really make sure that you're focused on your blood sugars so that you're preventing low blood sugars as best you can and really focusing on this because if you just if you're not focused on it and you are like how I used to be where I just what it just wasn't even a priority and I would have lows and I'd be and then I would just treat it and it it just was like this thing that happened right like it just I was so checked out of the fact that treating low blood sugar was something that I needed to be aware of when it came to maintaining calorie deficit when I was trying to lose body fat for so many years and I would just over like I might overcorrect something or I just you know low blood sugar was just not a huge deal because I could just treat it and you don't want to not treat your low blood sugar you can't not treat it you'll probably end up in a coma so you have to treat it but you have to be aware and so it's being the being aware part that really matters because when you can kind of try to prevent low blood sugar from happening that is going to be key to your overall success because when you're tracking your food intake let's say you're using my fitness pal and you are trying to maintain a calorie deficit every single day for your body and you are constantly treating low blood sugar you're going to be consuming extra calories, which like those calories could go towards another meal and keep you feeling more satiated when you're trying to lose body fat. So that might be jumping ahead a little bit, but it's just important, so important to try to really make your blood sugars a priority. And then on the flip side, you don't want to have high blood sugar because when your high blood sugar when your blood sugar is too high for prolonged periods of time it's not only going to affect like your cognitive function when you're in the gym when you're lifting but it's really really detrimental to building muscle and chances are you know maybe your goal is to build a lot of muscle or maybe you are wanting to lose weight but whatever it is you probably want to like even if it is weight loss, you probably want to look lean and toned. The only way to get that really slim, toned, lean waist that you probably are striving for is to have muscle and to be building muscle. And that is so hard to do if you have high blood sugar. And I just can't stress enough. So it's really important that you know that as well and that, you know, you're, you try not to lift heavy weight when your blood sugar is too high. And when I say too high, I mean 
240 milligrams per deciliter, which I think is like a 13 point something millimoles per liter. Like you really want to make sure that there's no chance of ketones present, that you're not in that, um, just that you're not in that area of where there might be ketones, because that's going to be really detrimental to what you're trying to achieve in the gym and with your workouts. And so making your blood sugars top priority is going to be super, super helpful for achieving your goals. You know those days when your blood sugars are just really nutty. It's like you can have one really great day and then the next day you do everything the same and yet like you might even eat the same thing. I've been consistently eating the same thing for breakfast for the last like couple months, I would say, and yet every single day is completely different. So you know those days when it's just like you have one good day, one bad day, and then it's just you're just like what the hell is going on? And then it it becomes a shit show and just kind of it, it almost makes you feel defeated a little bit sometimes. And then there's just so many reasons why your blood sugar is going insane and I wanted to say too, like when it comes to exercise, there's just, there's a number of things that can really affect your blood sugars. And so I don't know if you, if you know, but I have a blood sugar checklist and the checklist gives you 10 steps to check off for preventing low blood sugar with exercise. If you have that brain like mine, where it's like, you love lists, you love to check things off. You love to just go through and be like, does any of this stuff affect my blood sugar? Like how can I prepare in advance? Then you're going to love this checklist because it really just goes through different things to keep in mind before you start working out so that you can prevent low blood sugar when you exercise. If you want to get your hands on this checklist, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash low BG, BG as in blood glucose. And I will also link to it in the show notes. But once again, diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash low BG. All right, let's get back to this episode. And it doesn't have to, again, be figured out. Like you don't have to go into into this whole realm of like, okay, before I can get in shape or achieve my goal, my blood sugar has to be perfect. That's not what we're talking about because by implementing your diet plan, by moving forward with your goals when it comes to your diet and your exercise, you will naturally be able to achieve better blood sugars as a result because again, they all work together and they all go hand in hand, but without keeping your blood sugar management in the forefront of what everything else that you're doing without keeping that in mind, it's going to be, it's going to put you in this vicious cycle where you just feel like you're not achieving what you want to achieve and it makes it really, really hard. And so let's talk about where to start. So when starting to do this, you really, really want to compile as much data as possible And this means that, you know, whether you are using an insulin pump or a continuous glucose monitor, or you're doing it old school and you're finger testing every single day, it doesn't matter what you're doing to manage your disease, but 
it's really important that you're, you do make it a priority to just look at your trends. And this is what I did before I had a continuous glucose monitor before I got a Dexcom. So I was testing my blood sugar literally upwards to 20 times per day because these trends are going to be so important to really making sure that what you're doing is going to help you achieve your goals. So as an example, you want to gather all this data. What do your trends look like? Is there a certain time of day where your blood sugar is trending high? Is there a certain time of day where your blood sugar is trending low? And then just think about like, what do your lifestyle habits even look like? Are you, you know, this is just an example, but are you getting a really shitty sleep every single night and then you're waking up in the morning with high blood sugar or you're having highs throughout the day? And what can you, if this is the case, what can you do to improve your sleep a little bit? Like, can you maybe take melatonin? Can you limit your coffee intake so that you're not drinking coffee later in the day? Or can you limit your screen time at night before you fall asleep? Like maybe half an hour before you go to bed, just don't look at your phone or don't scroll social media, little things like that. Like is what can you do to improve the quality of your sleep? Cause that's going to be super important because, you know, sleep itself is just one of those factors that can really, not only increase cortisol levels, it will cause your blood sugars to be higher. It'll make your hunger cues all out of whack. I don't know if you've ever had like a really shitty night's sleep or only gotten a few hours and the next day you literally feel hungover and it's like you could just order a pizza or have some fries and you just feel so just not optimal because again, it has to do with all of all of those hormones that are just all out of whack. So that's going to be really important. And then maybe you are having low blood sugar. Like maybe you are compiling all this data and you look at your trends and you're like, oh, I'm going low when I'm exercising. Maybe that's it. And then you can, can you kind of think if that is the case, like what kind of exercise are you doing that's causing you to go low? And is there anything that you can do or what can you do in order to try to prevent these lows so that you're not consuming extra calories treating them? Like, are you having a snack before your workout? And if you are, like, maybe you can kind of tweak that snack so that you're consuming a few more quick carbs based on what your workout is. Or maybe can you lower your overall basal? Can you just make sure you have less insulin on board during your workout. So by the time you hit the gym or whatever you're doing, if you're working out from home, by the time you start that workout, you have less insulin on board so that you're not trending low during your workout. Just think about things that you can do that will help you maintain your blood sugars a little bit better. And then what you'll find too is the more muscle you have, the leaner you become overall, the more insulin sensitive you'll be. So your insulin needs are going to automatically decrease probably you might require less basal it's just something to keep in mind so that you can prevent going low but really taking it into account and making it a point to look at your trends and be like okay this is what I need to do or this is what I'm going to try in order to just make sure that my blood sugar management is better and more under control 
So do it, try it, track it, review it, analyze everything, and then just keep repeating this process until you figure out what works for you. Because it's not just about taking all of this information that you read about or you hear other people talking about and trying it for your own body, like applying it to you, but it's the application process that really makes a difference because we're all so different. (laughs) Our bodies are made up so differently. What affects my blood sugars might affect your blood sugars a little bit differently. So it's really in the application process that you'll figure out what works and what doesn't. And then remember, like, it's going to take some time. Things don't just happen overnight, but when you are consistently doing these steps and making your exercise and your diet a priority. Yes, that's a key factor, but making your blood sugar management the forefront of everything and really making sure that you're mindful of that instead of just, this is what I used to do. I'd be at the gym lifting weights. My blood sugar would be high and I'd be like, whatever, I'm here to work out. I'm going to get this workout in. But that's not the mindset that you want to (laughs) master in order to get to where you want to be. You really want to think about your blood sugars and pause and be like, okay, I need to treat this high so that I can get the benefits out of this workout right now. So it's important to just think about that because all of these things are going to support your goals in the future. So, and you know what? Along the way, you might make mistakes, but that's okay. Nothing's a mistake. You'll learn from it. You'll keep moving forward. And as long as you are really keeping your blood sugar management in mind, you are going to achieve such success. I cannot wait. So I hope this episode is helpful to you today. And I hope that you learned something from it that maybe you didn't know before. Maybe you'll have newfound motivation to really kickstart those goals because I know that you've got what it takes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I love you so much. And I just feel so grateful for your support as always. And I will talk to you same time next week. Bye for now.